You can worry if you want to. You can cry if you are scared. You can direct all your energy at being more prepared for a journey that had started so very long ago. Or you can focus on the learning and let your spirit grow. You can focus on the learning. Your spirit grow. Welcome to Love is the Power podcast, where we explore as a group ways to end suffering, mostly through a process called the work of Byron Katie also guided meditations with the um, purpose of supporting direct experience of the truth of who we are, which is already free of all suffering. And for me, after 20 plus years practicing the work daily, uh, came to realize that the work is love in action, applying love to every situation, circumstance, experience of our life. Thank you so much for listening and welcome. And if you ever want to join live, we meet every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific time. The details are on the podcast of how to join. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome, beloved friends. So, allow yourself to just be. simple. Allow yourself to just be nothing in particular, no one in particular. And notice how effortless it is to just be no one and nothing in particular. As opposed to the effort of trying to be someone or something in particular. Mm. 
Let's try that experiment again. And allow yourself to just be. And to keep it as simple as possible. To allow yourself to just be nothing in particular, no one in particular, just being. Not forever, it's just an experiment. So you can leave the future out of our little experiment. So just notice your experience when you're allowed to just be. When you're allowed to just be nothing in particular, no one in particular. Now, notice 
the habit, the tendency of resistance, resisting. Resisting feelings, resisting images in the mind, resisting people, life, circumstances, situations. Just be aware of this tendency to resist life. Whether it's the inner life or external life. And also notice the tendency and habit of holding on. Holding on to people, holding on to jobs, holding on to money, holding on to health, children, concepts, dreams, Oops. And just be aware of these two tendencies. One to resist and the other to hold on. So right now, in this moment, as best you can, just experience these two turnarounds. I don't need to resist this. I don't need my resistance. I don't need to hold on to anything. I don't need to resist anything or anyone. Could that be true?
Only one way to find out if it's true. And that's to try it on as an experience. So as best you can. Allow yourself to experience the turnaround, the experience that the concept, the turnaround concept points to. I don't need to resist anything or anyone ever, now or ever. I don't need to hold on to anything or anyone now or ever. And just notice your experience. When you're not resisting anything or anyone, and you're not holding on to anything or anyone, what do you notice? And if you'd like, share it with the group. <clears throat> I noticed that the resisting and the holding are like two sides of the same coin. They kind of go together. Maybe they're even the same thing. I was noticing that the, um, like, when it comes to resisting a situation, there was an underlying thing that um, there's a time, time restraint involved. And it was, it was really nice to see that. Be like, oh, I don't need to resist that because maybe I have a lot of time to um, deal with it. Hmm. Uh, that was really nice. And then with the people, <laughs> the most extreme kind of example of not resisting is I don't think that person would kill me. <laughs> you know, maybe I don't <laughs> them or I don't agree with them, but I don't need to resist them because then they're actually not threatening me. So that was really nice too. Well.
<laughs> Somebody wrote, uh, holding on to not holding on. <laughs> Somebody else wrote, I like, I notice I like resistance. Gives me a sense of being a me. And letting go was very relaxing. Yeah, you know, the, the tension of resistance. Like you could, you could say that's the ego holding on and resistance. <clears throat> and we've identified with that tension for so long. We can actually be afraid of disappearing without it. Yeah, I can see how that that then um, that defines me. It's like I'm I'm known as the one who does things, who does things, and I'm the one who does things quickly. Mm -hmm. And then that's uh, um, like gauntlet that I um yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah it's kind of like the opening meditation allow yourself to be nothing or no one in particular like and then to notice oh and I'm the one who does things and does things quickly oh my god so much effort tension yeah it's no longer effortless being um, oh, I got to be the one who does things quickly. Mm. Pressure. Yeah, because it's useful. <laughs> yeah, I got to, okay. Yeah, so I got to be the one who's, I have to be useful. I need to be useful. Yeah. So, you know for sure that you ever need to be useful. <laughs> no. <laughs> let that in. Mm. And then, how do you react? What happens when you believe you need to be useful? Mm. I love question three, you know, because we're we're no longer contemplating the truth of, of the statement, the concept. We're just noticing the effect of believing. So, what is the effect? How do, how do you react? What happens when you, you really believe you need to be useful? And oh. we'll open this up, open it up popcorn style for everyone. Mm. And Me Megan, feel free to share. I need to be useful. Yeah, it occupies a lot of thinking, a lot mm -hmm. of thinking, especially, I mean, I thought it was just in between tasks, um, but then I'm also seeing that it's, I'm even judging the type of thing that I'm doing, you know, like a priority, you know, is this, 
the most useful thing I could be doing right now. There's a lot, a lot of like, I should be, I should be doing this instead. Yeah. Yeah, which is, um, you know, uh, inner, you could call that inner conflict. You know, we're not like 100% agreement, like 100% yes, 100% agreement with what we're doing because of the belief. We need to be useful. And then it's like, oh, is this the most useful? How useful is it? Da, 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 da. I need to be useful. What is the effect of believing this? You know, and also with question number three, it has absolutely nothing to do with being useful or not useful. It's just noticing the effect of believing I need to be useful. I've become um, really aware of all the areas in um, where I'm not useful, and I start to use that against myself. Um, and I also become resentful that I have to be useful, and I'm, I'm not. I really noticed the resistance when you first started out the meditation and you asked me to be nobody. I resisted that because I want to be somebody. And then when you tell me to be useful or imagine being useful, I don't want to be useful. <laughs> I just, I just, am, I'm in a resisting mood right now. Uh, for me, when I have the belief I need to be useful, I can see that I need to be a doer in the world. I need to be someone of action. That's where my my value comes from. I cannot just relax and just be. Mm -hmm. I'm like trying to figure out who judges the usefulness. It's like, who do I align to? Yeah, right. Situation <laughs> to hit the right mark. Yeah. Yeah. I need to be useful. It's like, okay, according to which who which group am I which group is gonna witness what I'm doing. I'm actually working on a project right now that this is very much the story of like it's in line with I have to be useful, but it like it has to be good. And that just, mm. just, there's so much pressure there that it makes me feel so overwhelmed. Like the stakes are so high or the expectation is so high that I just go into hiding. I'm like, it's, yeah, it's like, what's the point? <laughs> How, like, it's so hard to make this useful. I might as well just bury my head in the sand. Yeah, needs to be good. Needs to be great. Needs to be amazing. Uh, hilarious. Yeah. 
Needs to be the best. Needs to be the best. I also need to like see others as not capable in order mm. to be useful. Like it's like Mm -hmm. oh yeah you need the useless ones yeah because i'm like they're useless <laughs> i'm useful <laughs> so i'm gonna show up and save the day <laughs> oh that's fun to notice there is useful, the useful and the useless the useless are completely useful for the the useful ones They can't be, can't be without the useless ones. Wow. I have to prove myself to belong, to have some mm. sense of I'm allowed to be here. If I have to mm. yeah. be, useful. be useful. There is internal pressure and then I want to distract from that, whether it would be like scrolling on my phone or like eating something just to move away from that pressure, pressure sensation. And I'm, I'm noticing um, it's, it's a source of some of my behaviors, like incessant apologizing. Oh, sorry, mm -hmm. sorry. <laughs> I mean, I'm Canadian, but it is still. Sorry. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm Canadian. It brings up comparison, too. In order to see if I'm being useful, it brings my attention to all the things that I'm doing that are not so-called useful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I have to I have to know a lot, you know. Like you know, I need to be useful. Well, I need to know what I'm doing, how it's gonna be useful, how it's gonna play out for I can see I I sort of made I've created a whole world of things that need to be done. You know, and then there's a list, and maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe I was taught like some of that, and then I've just run, run with it. <laughs> and that, but then also, in order to for it to get done, some of those things uh, become serious. You mm. know, to to as a way of applying pressure, like as yes. a way of really making sure they get done. <laughs> Which is yeah, it doesn't feel nice. Hmm. We need to be useful. I feel inadequate because it's something that I'm efforting. Like I'm not inherently mm. useful. It's like I have to effort to be mm. fucking useful. And it's not enough. Mm. You know, it's just... Go ahead. I was just going to say, as Anna was speaking, I saw that... Um, I feel like there's something wrong with me that I'm not more interested in being useful. Like this doesn't come naturally. Mm. Like, yes, I'll do that. I will be of service. It's like, oh, 
a force and then I become even more resentful that that's the case. And it's just, I'm just noticing what a ball of resentment I move into. Mm -hmm. I'm not allowed to relax. I can't just sit there and do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I was noticing that too. This is urgency to be doing something. Like Robbie said, can't can't just be, you gotta be doing something. Yeah, oh. back to the words I use, have to comes up a lot. I have to, I have to this. We have to, you have to do this. I get really sensitive to anyone um, suggesting that I'm not being useful when I believe mm -hmm. this. Yeah, right. If they even remotely imply, like, hey, what? I made my bed this morning. Yeah, I because I really want to be seen as like extra super useful. being useful um becomes more important than like living my life <laughs> and um just experiencing it and enjoying myself and it's like it's like I just take to it like this um like I've been given an order and it's like every <laughs> <laughs> everything it's like I get tunnel vision and I can only focus on being useful and I can't like everything else is just outside that and falls like I can't think of how to describe it. It's just secondary. It's everything mm -hmm. else is secondary. Yeah. Yeah. I was noticing as Bella was speaking, it's not even like it's like a, wanting to appear useful. It's like I don't even have to be useful. I just appear. <laughs> I can only do things that have a purpose, otherwise I'm useless. And I also noticed, um, as Bella was speaking, that uh, I, I've lost track of what I actually want to do. Mm -hmm. um, just I try to mold myself into becoming useful, which really has sort of fallen flat on the face. Flat on, hasn't worked um and now i'm like what do i actually want to do and i am not sure mm -hmm. last touch it's so funny for me in this inquiry is the first time i've become aware that like i'm wanting to be useful in this inquiry and i'm sitting here thinking i don't have this problem i, I don't have this thought i'm okay with showing up totally useless and yet right here, right now in this inquiry, I'm sitting here being like, wow, I'm totally useless. I got nothing to say. And it and it feels like one of the reactions is like, I want to leave. I want to, I want to, I want to, I feel othered. I feel um, separate, bored. <laughs> um, 
and excluded. And I treat myself like there's something wrong with me. And like, I'm not a part of, and I, and I'm, it's showing up right here, right now. Like I'm, I want to be useful. I need to be useful in this inquiry. And then I unmute and I share that. That's another way I react. This image kept coming up of this mother bragging about her son's achievements. And I had no, I had no interest and I didn't know what the hell she was talking about. But I like, while she's talking, it just like, like I have to be useful or give her something. And it's like this efforting. Mm -hmm. It's, I couldn't just sit there and just, just sit there and maybe should like not be so interested. Like yeah. it comes up a lot in interactions with people. Just. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I need to be useful. Somehow I need to be useful here. Active listening. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. I get you, I get you. <laughs> And like efforting, trying to figure out like what am I supposed to say right now? Like what am mm -hmm. I supposed to say? like what what's my facial expression supposed to be right now? Everything I do has to have a motive or a goal attached. It's like I can't just have fun. Mm. Mm She goes back to what you started this meditation with, like permission to just be. Like I don't have permission to just be because just being is useless. Amazing, huh? Being, just being, useless. Um, when Eleni was talking, it got me in touch with like, I don't know if it's like a motive for wanting to be useful, but, um, or, or just something I like about the idea that I have to be useful. Um, but it's, there's, it's very tied to like wanting to fit in. Um, it's like, it's like, this is what we do here on this planet. Like we're useful. And so I just get this mm -hmm. sense of like, I'm useful. And like, <laughs> Yeah, it definitely, and yeah, that was like something that was just really coming up for me today, actually. And so I'm just noticing this connection um, between, yeah, wanting to be useful and like this, yeah, the approval thing and the fitting in thing. Yeah, I was noticing something similar, like a real feel fear of being cast out. Uh, if I'm not mm -hmm. useful, like out, you're out. A real fear, fear, not like. A real, oh, one of those real fears. Real ones, not fake fear. <laughs> <laughs> I heard me say that. I just mean I can really feel it coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, like, yeah, you actually feel afraid of being cast down. <laughs> having fun. Being useless, I mean, useful. Yeah, I think uh, for me, along the same lines, whenever I have that belief, I'm not really in touch in what I really want to do, but what I can do so people can see me as significant, so mm -hmm. I can be part of the in-group. Yeah. 
I need to be useful. I'm supposed to be useful. Should be useful. Yeah, along those lines too. Like I don't consult what is useful to me, like what feels useful for me. And, you know, I don't consult my own, I guess, values um, around it. And I, I just, yeah. Trying to try and appear useful. Um, yeah. yeah, in the ways that have been like prescribed to me by other people. Yeah. Makes yeah. me think of contributors and those who don't like slackers. And, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to be in that second group. Mm hmm. I was noticing like there's like there's joy in contributing but then I was noticing like the underlying fear like others have mentioned of like uh, not not being included or being cast out so like Mm -hmm. the motivation is uh, becomes tainted with from with that fear yes it's very it's painful to see that yeah it takes the natural joy of contributing out of the activity and i become a beggar of like approval and love I need to be useful, should be useful, supposed to be useful. I can see that my, like, hours become product of, uh, like, production. You know, I'm, I'm a machine. I, it's, I, I'm seeing myself as a machine. Um, mm rather than a, like a mammal or a, you know, I don't know, yeah. like whatever a, a human a, being. A living it's being. Organic. It's an organic thing. It's not, it's not an um, uh, output of production in time slots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, yeah, especially when people are talking about um, how they're seen by others. I, yeah, I'm, I then I will be talking to people about what I've done or showing pictures of what I've done to show, <laughs> to prove. Um, this is what I did in that time. <laughs> I'm proving that I wasn't doing nothing. Somebody wrote, I make sure I'm busy and feel guilty if I'm not. I get really scattered, trouble focusing on any one thing. I feel guilty if I relax or spend too much time doing something I like and it's not useful. I feel the need of showing what I am doing.
And I have to know a lot of stuff. Otherwise, even my knowledge is not useful. (laughs) You need to be useful. I should be useful. I need to be useful. I like I like the attention I get. Like I like how like that's one of the things I like. Mm-hmm. And that I I stand out because I'm useful. Mm-hmm. I like that Here's too. A- I, I noticed this I sense a relief. Someone says, oh, big help. Oh, my goodness. There's like, oh, a relief. And I also noticed uh, coming home from a walk the other day here, there's ice, you know, these puddles, but they're not solid ice. They're just this. And I wanted to crunch on them like when I was a kid. And I, I stopped myself mm-hmm. from doing that for too long because that's useless. <laughs> so I robbed mm-hmm. myself of a simple pleasure. You know? There's a dark side to this, too, because if I think I'm being useful and no one notices or appreciates it, then I feel very angry and put out. It's the same thing, like if I'm enjoying something that I don't think is useful, I I don't allow myself to do it for long because it's Mm. useless, even though I'm happy, even though I'm like so happy. It's like you got to get useful now I take others for granted I think that this thought plays out a lot with my family and Mm -hmm. I just think that I take them for granted if the conversation is not useful if the task's not useful if the phone call's not useful if there's not a purpose and I have images of my family members being like what's the point get to the point what's the point and me feeling mm-hmm. like really really rushed to have a purpose or a use for sharing and feeling really worthless and hateful mm-hmm. yeah get to the point Helen yeah yeah going back to um on Debbie like the, the useless activity that's fun and breaking the ice, puddles. And now just consider the possibility that the whole universe is that kind of activity. What kind of activity? Useless activity, like breaking the ice on ice puddles and whatever Amna was talking about, doing something that's useless but really enjoyable to do, but it serves no real purpose. It's useless. And just open to the possibility that the whole universe of experiencing is such an activity, a useless activity. (laughs) Like just breaking the, the thin ice on the ice puddles. That's lovely, Tom. The whole universe is useless. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. Like, it's like it's it's going nowhere. <laughs> I 
it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a good for nothing going nowhere being. <laughs> that kind of scares me. Same. <laughs> <laughs> I've been resisting this whole time and I'm on board now. To nowhere. Yeah, on board to nowhere. Yeah. I love this. I love this. If somebody were to say, oh, you're useless, I could agree and not feel any shame. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, you, Tom, you good for nothing. Oh, thanks for noticing. I'm good for being useless. <laughs> it's not Like, that's what? not true. That, like if somebody says you Tom, you're good for nothing, like it's so not true. Like <laughs> so when you say thanks for noticing, I don't know, it just doesn't, but it's not true. So like what do you what like well, what if everything we're doing is you know, like jumping on the thin ice, breaking the ice and the ice puddles, it's not going anywhere. You know, that activity, that activity is not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere with that belly button trick. Yeah, yeah, but it's fun. I'm thinking about people write their CVs and, uh, and like, if, if we came into a universe where a belly button trick is a valuable <laughs> skill and then just, like... And then it becomes work. And it's like, oh, God, I had to do my belly button thing so many times today. You know, John was out doing me because, you know, boss likes his yeah. <laughs> uh, It seems funny, but what's a belly button trick? I don't know where that came from. I have no idea what a belly button trick is. I'm going to write a book, The Seven <laughs> Habits of... Highly useless. Highly useless people. <laughs> I'd like to support you with that book. I have like a lot of experience. <laughs> Suggestions. They all have one habit. Just being. I mean, I can really see where the stress was caused by thinking that I needed to be good for something. So mm -hmm. for me to be like, yeah, I'm good for nothing. That's good, cool with me. It really gets me in touch with the privilege of being. Beingness. And experiencing whatever it is that's arising in the moment that it arises. And it is really exciting to be good for nothing, good for no yeah. thing. That's me. You, you got it. Yeah. Okay. So now with this contemplation that we just did, now go back into I need to be useful. Just experience it again. 
see what you notice now. I need to be useful. What, like what happens to your experience of the universe? Existence, I need to be useful. I should be useful. I get a big, great big no. No, thanks. <laughs> My whole uh, space tightens down and becomes much more rigid. It's like, you know, it's, it's almost like I have to be held in order to be useful, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. being part of some machine where I have to do certain steps over and over and over again. Yeah, I had a similar thought. I just felt like I'm like a cog in the machine. It's a bit like mm -hmm. in the matrix and here's the battery. I am the battery and how <laughs> efficient I am as the battery. How productive is that battery? Mm -hmm. and, and notice the, like your view, you know, your view, your, how you see, how you experience the, this amazing creation when you need to be useful. You because know, it's a it's it's I need there's the I need to be useful and then there's the I that needs to be useful experiences the universe in a certain way. You know, as in the earth, the humanity. It's like to notice how does it affect the way you see and experience and feel about this creation. There's like a primal fear of being rejected under it for me. It's like when I get in touch with it, it's like this hot, heavy fear of like being kicked out or being rejected. It's like I have mm -hmm. to hold this universe is like unfriendly and I'm going to end up alone if I'm not. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and then our bodies get older and older and older. And I need to be useful. I need to be useful. I need to be useful. Yeah, because what do you do with useless things? You throw them away, you get rid of mm -hmm. them. This whole story comes in around. You know, well, we've got all this. We can't just have a bunch of people being useless around. We've got to teach them and they've got to go through this education system. They have to be socialized and they have to be. And it just goes on and on and on and on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just so that people are useful to everyone else instead of, and I'm leaving a little bit here, but instead of well, what if we allowed them to follow what they were really interested in? Mm -hmm. and that? And I think this was mentioned also, but like usefulness um, equals being worthy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, the right to be, the right to be supported, worthy. Yeah, and like... Also of love, mm -hmm. 
worthy of love, worthy mm -hmm. of being included. Yeah. Need to be useful. I should be useful. Really makes things complicated. And the word that keeps coming up of the way I treat others in the world is with a tremendous amount of disgrace. And um, there's a, I'm not able to have reverence for myself or others or or this any anything there's there's a lack of gratitude and respect and it's i i feel very heavy and and like i can't connect with grace that's the word disgraceful that's how i i treat the world like it's a disgrace <laughs> it's very painful I'm really sorry, Rafi. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I'm really sensing this whole usefulness thing as like a law that I wrote for myself a very long time ago. Like, mm -hmm. like it's you know just with images of like my dad and and it's like <laughs> yeah this law. It's like no no like this is how I get love. Like this is how I stay safe. Mm -hmm. um, this is how I, yeah, like just, just it's very important. <laughs> like it's, it's a law mm -hmm. that I, I decided was very important a very long time ago that I need to be useful to like all these people. Yeah. I, I yeah, see it again. Uh... Yeah. Go ahead, yeah, I just felt like I see like a deep conditioning since early childhood, getting the grades, mm -hmm. uh, doing well, getting the praise. Um, also, if somebody has a better grade or gets a higher pay job, there's a hierarchy and usefulness there. Mm -hmm. So I am not just being useful. I'm, I'm kind of on the right race to be seen as a good person. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's it's like the whole humanity is conditioning in a way it's like that yeah i have related strongly to this um wanting to be useful so i have that strong urge today i'm noticing the resistance to that and the strong urge to um it, it's like it's an innocent good thing for me to want to be useless but as soon as i'm a, feel like society or someone is pressuring me and encouraging on my freedom to be useful. Oh boy, do I get my back up. And then I just want to be useless. Not in a good fun way, but, no, to, no, no. but to stick something in the spokes way. You bet. Um, I'm also just noticing like sort of tacking this onto what I just said. Um, because it comes out of a place of wanting people, wanting love and approval. Um, it's my, my perception of usefulness is like completely malleable by other people <laughs> like, because it comes from that place of, I want you to love me. It's like <laughs> what I consider useful just follows whatever anybody says 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, w- I would love to have that experience of somebody being like, you're so useless and me being like, thanks for, I would love to have that. <laughs> I would love to be at peace with being completely useless. That would be awesome. <laughs> this creates a kind of a resentful relationship with life because I'm only useful if I meet others' expectations. Mm-hmm. I noticed too, it carries on for eternity. So I want, after I'm gone, people to say, wow, Debbie was this, <laughs> she was that. You know, like my, my stone to say, Debbie, yeah, the most too. useful or something. She was yeah. so useful. Just so oh, you just gave me shivers. Like well, that felt great. Thanks. <laughs> also- and you have- Go ahead. And you have to keep being useful. It's like there. It's never gonna. It's so futile. This this whole mm-hmm. thing because the minute you stop being <laughs> doing, you're no longer useful. <laughs> That's why I think our elderly disappear, or to some of us. Maybe maybe some of us think they're not useful. Mm -hmm. There's also this piece of, it feels like, well, if I need to be useful, then I need people. So I'm using them to prove my value. Mm Mm-hmm. It's, yep. you know, there's a motive there. If, if I can't help you, then, mm-hmm. then I'm of no value. Yep. And, and I can't meet you without having this need that you're, you're fulfilling for me. Mm-hmm. By being in need. If you're in need, then I can help you. And, and now I'm useful. Yeah. Yeah. So then you have two people that both need to be useful. <laughs> Somebody wrote earlier, um, like, and they feel used. Um, and and I, I'm noticing, like, I'm going in with, like, it's like exploit me, so I can be useful, or even mm-hmm. how, yeah. Mm-hmm. I really see a difference between, um, like you say, tasks which are actually I enjoyable. Like I really enjoy taking stuff to be recycled. Um, I think I would even choose to do that. Um, you know, I cho- choose to. Do, I like doing it. But if then there was a schedule, or someone said specifically, this needs to be done by this day, then suddenly it's just like, ah, no. And then I'm thinking. I'm just thinking about it and it's not, um, whereas the, whereas without that deadline, I'll just go, I want to do it now because I like doing Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. I'm remembering Katie's line. I'm very clear. I'm here for your projection. So Mm -hmm. if somebody projects on me that I'm useless, then I'm not useless. (laughs) I'm serving my purpose. I'm serving the purpose. 
<laughs> I mean, I can see where I have had this thought about someone very special in my life that they're <laughs> that they're useless, that they're not like <laughs> contribute, contributing. And honest mm -hmm. to God, that person contributed more to my life in the fact that I judge them as such than any other person I, I have had in my life. Like they were so mm -hmm. useful in their uselessness. And in the fact that I was able to project that onto them, it, it was the best school ever for me. That they weren't doing enough, that they should do more, that they were contributing, that they were useless. That was the best work that I had in my life. So I like, I'm not, I know we're not at this question four yet, but I can really see where I am so looking forward to being useless. Mm -hmm. Totally. Okay, so now contemplate again the possibility that the whole universe of experiencing is meaningless, useless. Not going anywhere. This, in other words, yeah, it's, it's just for fun. And then open to the possibility that what, what higher reason could there be to have a universe other than useless fun? Just to have fun. Something really interesting just happened in my mind when that happened, because I already am totally on board with this whole thing is just about love's movement. Love's just playing with being love and all that stuff and every, everything's under that umbrella. And then it was like, wait a minute, but if I take that any further, then yeah, this is just love expressing itself as love. Uh, then I've like, I'm boxing it into it's only useful if it's doing that. I don't know. <laughs> my mind just kind of went to this pretty twisted uh -huh. thing. So, um, like, help. <laughs> yeah, it can only be that, but yet it does, it, it does include like all the crazy that happens too. So it just, it makes kind of sense to me. Anything you'd have to say about that? Well, you know, all the crazy that happens might be because we believe it's supposed to be going somewhere. There's something important going on. We're going somewhere important. And not realizing, no, it's all, it's all just for fun. It's nothing serious going on here. 
Yeah, I mean, that isn't actually trying to box it into it has to be this way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thanks. I am struggling a little. What's coming up is, yeah, what's the point? Um, <laughs> I was listening to you a while back when you were talking about permission, giving yourself complete permission recently on your podcast. And I loved it, but I was thinking, what's the point there too? What's Yeah, what, what's the point to uh, giving yourself permission? all I, I feel the relief in it i feel the beauty of it mm, and my I mind's see. going what's the point what am what am i left with okay so there needs to be a point to it all is that true there needs to be a point to any of it is that true I feel like I need there to be a point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now the question is not, do you feel like there needs yeah. to be a point? It's, is it true? There needs to be a point to it mm. all. Is that actually true? Can you absolutely know that that's true, that there needs to be a point to any of it? No. And I love question three, you know, because we're done with whether it's true or not when we get to question three. Completely done. And just noticing the effect of the concept, believing the concept to be real, to be a fact, to be reality so as best you can notice the effect of believing there needs to be a point to all of it never settled and no trust Although what I, I feel like that's where some of my curiosity comes from. It's like, oh, what's the point? And I'm thinking, I'm looking. Uh-huh. Yeah. So look at that. What's the point to it? There need, but look at what's the point to it and the belief there needs to be a point to it. It's to really feel that belief. There needs to be a point to everything. a lot of tightness in my chest and in my back mm -hmm. and without it it feels like I'm swimming around in nothingness like it gives me purpose in life the point whatever mm -hmm. that is yeah it's like I had I need to know the point of <laughs> you know why I'm sitting here yeah well, it, I am 
it's reminding me of conversations in the past where, you know, what's going to get me off the couch where I just lay here all day. Otherwise. What's the point? point. Needs to be a point to it. I don't know if I know how to connect without that. When you were saying, what if the whole universe was this useless? I kind of imagined it's all sort of bouncing up against each other. Like just boing, 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 boing. Like, I don't know. I don't think I don't, maybe that's been my tool for connection this whole time. Mm. Um, and how, how do you connect with this? Cause I, I like, I'm bringing something to the table and that's how I'm connecting. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Back to useful. Yeah. Now I belong. See, I, you know, I'm, I brought something to the table. Yeah, I didn't come empty-handed. Oh, okay, well, you, you can join then. Oh, I'm empty-handed, sorry. No, no freeloaders. Okay, and so I'm thinking like the point of the universe, of God, of love, there's a point, and therefore that's how I'm going to let them in as well. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. So I put that same agenda on everything and everyone else, uh-huh. too. Yeah. What what have you brought to the table? You can't come here empty-handed. Yeah. What's the point? What's the point to your existence, God? Yeah. The the visual that you just like painted a picture of Debbie, it reminds me of matter. Like how you describe just like in my mind it was like atoms just like buzzing around. Like that's just what like all matter is and like that chaos like seeming purposelessness or lack of usefulness somehow still like it still um is like the substance of everything in the universe Mm -hmm. i am almost finding the term useful and useless as empty because it Mm -hmm. implies time Mm -hmm. it's linear time so right Mm -hmm. now what can i the the whole concept (laughs) of useful or useless doesn't come up unless it's future projected yeah unless you have a past future past future past future So, Debbie, who would you be without the without the belief there needs to be a point to any of it? So as best you can, like imagine you never even heard this idea that there needs to be a point to anything. Never even heard that. And notice your experience without this idea. Yeah, I just uh, felt this, um, I think of the right wording, but um, effortless movement. Mm-hmm. It's not still. I mean, it could be still. 
but I mean, it doesn't have to be still. It's not me just laying there doing nothing. It's the effortless movement was the, the only words that are coming. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I really like, um, I've heard that from Katie's definition of love. Uh, she didn't say effortless movement. She said causeless movement. Mm. You know, no point to it. Causeless. No what to it? I said no point to it. That's not Katie's words. Her words were causeless movement. It's Causeless and effortless feel really peaceful. As soon as you said there's no point to it, even though I'm sitting in this place, I'm really mm -hmm. hearing it as, as someone said it earlier. It's like been a weapon used. So it feels like there's some um, residual hurt that goes along with that sentence. Like I'm hearing someone yell that at me. Yeah, there's no point to it. No, don't or tell me that. what's your point or all those things. Like I'm feeling that residual pain around that sentence. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no point to it. What's your point? You got to have a point. Get to the point. Yeah. Get to the point. Oh, geez. I just had an image of responding back and being like, there is no point. <laughs> I just want to. It's like, oh, oh, I didn't, I didn't know we had to have a point. Huh. Sorry, it was this pointless chatter. I have a really fond memory of you, Tom, that we were in a workshop and someone was asking you, so what's the point of this then? And you just picked up your coffee, drinking coffee. <laughs> Don't like that. <laughs> so For me? <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. yeah, these are deep uh, stories. I, I remember a mentor I had in my career. And uh, I was talking to him about going windsurfing. And when I finished what I was telling him all about my exciting day, he asked me, did you make any money? Mm -hmm. Yep. If you believe that there needs to be a point and there isn't mm -hmm. one, then then there's the feeling of something being missing. If you were to believe mm -hmm. that it there that there needs to be a point, then if it's pointless, then it feels like something something missing. Yep. Yeah, so now, or if there needs to be a point and you have no idea what it is, you're just making stuff up, trying to come up with a point because somebody told you there needs to be a point to it. You'll feel like something's missing also. So consider the possibility, we'll kind of rephrase needs to be a point to it or useful into 
open to the possibility that the universe isn't going anywhere. It, it has no destination. It's not going anywhere. It's evolving, it's growing, it's expanding, but it's not actually going anywhere. Kind of like a dream. That, that's a question. Yeah. So your life needs to be going somewhere. Is that true? You need to be going somewhere. Yeah. Life needs to be going somewhere. Is that true? Um, you just said the universe is, is growing and expanding. Is that not going somewhere? Is that not like... Well, well, but it's not going anywhere. You know, it's like, uh, it's like dancing. I'm dancing. Mm. I'm not going anywhere. You know, I'm playing music. I'm not going anywhere. I mean, if we were going somewhere, we'd be where we'd, we'd go to the end of the dance, we'd go to the end of the music. It needs to be going somewhere. Okay, well, let's get to the end then. Boom, crescendo, bang. <laughs> Song's over. We got there. So just try on as an experience the turnaround, again, as an experience, my life doesn't need to be going anywhere. As best you can experience being alive from this perspective. My life, this life, doesn't need to be going anywhere. Um, it makes me feel really relaxed. And it reminds me of this documentary I saw about this girl who was living with uh, cystic fibrosis, who knew she was going to die and knew she wasn't going to live past you know 18 or whatever and just lived and I, th I think mm. about that a lot to be like mm. um yeah just yeah so that's the feeling it gives me it's like all the stupid stuff falls away and it's just you know whatever is here yeah yeah I just um, saw you just brought a memory to me Oh, oh, sorry, yeah, uh, Abby. Ahead, Jeremy. Yeah. yeah, go ahead, Jeremy. Um, yeah, so Maria just brought up a memory to me, so um, it kind of still bugs me to this day. So before I was going to turn 18, my, or when I was around 18, my dad was drinking, and he told me that... Um, uh, that I, my fa our family doctor told him that I was going to 
I wasn't going to make it when I was going to turn 18. And uh, and that really shocked me. And I asked my mom the next day when her and I were alone. I was like, uh, was that true? And then she told me it was. But I was like, uh, how? I thought it was just making something nuts. And to this day, it still kind of bugs me. And because um, I have a crazy condition, which I'm not going to bring that up right now. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And did are you older than eighteen? Uh yeah, I'm twenty-one. Okay. Yeah. So you're gonna make it to whatever. Whatever you're gonna make it to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're not going to make it to, we're not going to make it to whatever we're not going to make it to. We are going to make it to whatever we do. That turnaround is just permission to be so Mm -hmm. nice. Can you repeat the turnaround again, Tom? I don't know. (laughs) Something about this this life doesn't need to be going anywhere. Right, right. Thank thank you. Thank Uh, you. uh Oh, yeah. Yeah, experiencing. doesn't need to be going anywhere. It doesn't need to be going to age 65 or 85 or 105 or 25. I was just, um, oops, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, I was intermittently just chatting to an old flame of mine as the session was going on. And, um, he was, he's going to come visit here. And I was like, oh my God, but where's it going to, you know, I need to know where it's going to go. Yeah, where's it going to go? (laughs) And it's going to happen. Ah. And then. Oh my God. This is a relationship killer, you know, my relationship. It needs to be going somewhere. Yeah. Oh my God. What a nightmare. Like going where? That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. So a lifetime commitment, an eternal commitment, uh <laughs> needs to be going somewhere. <laughs> what it's the hell? so it's so deeply entrenched in our su- yes, society. It oh my god, it's the first thing anyone asks. So where's it go- you know, where's it going? Where's this going? Oh, oh fucking man. I hope nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, to feel that <laughs> this relationship needs 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 to be going somewhere. I mean, just to feel the concept, the effect of the concept. It needs to be going somewhere. The, I mean, the art of question yeah. number three is it's it's question number three is amazing. It, 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 there's an art to 
experiencing purely the effect of a concept. Needs to be going somewhere. Man, isn't that a relationship killer? <laughs> oh, it sucks it dry. <laughs> yeah. A career killer, relationship killer, life killer. My life needs to be going somewhere. My relationship needs to be going somewhere. The job needs to be going somewhere. I'm feeling a huge relief knowing that, you know, after I leave this podcast, my afternoon doesn't have to go somewhere. Doesn't have to go anywhere. Woohoo! What a relief. <laughs> Nothing about my life has to be going anywhere. Oh my God. You're kidding. And all the fuck you, all the resistance has just dropped away. Gone. That's right. Not needed. I just, I felt when you brought up the turnaround, I had this image all of a sudden and such excitement of how I, I saw that with, with this turnaround, I can enjoy like every little moment, mm. everything. And it was, it was just flashed in front of me. It was oh. incredible. Well, yes. Maybe that's the point to it all. Tom, I need a little bit of help. <laughs> we get by with a little help from our friends. Yeah, I know. I get high with a little help from our friends. So I feel as I've come a long way to, not to the end, but um, that I, I can do that with my life. Yeah. But if I think about there is a world out there, last I knew, as far as I know. I don't know for sure. Okay. Yeah. Could be a dream. Yeah. So it could be a dream. And there, but if I think about it as all being useless, I can't, uh -huh. I can't figure out, there's two things. I go, okay, so if, if a bomb just fell on my house, it's not, yeah. you know, and my leg was torn off. Like, mm -hmm. it sort of becomes like, so are those things that are going on, like the image I had as we were doing the work was, it's like having these little battlefields, that, you know, where the pe people are this plastic people this high, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. one and a half, and they're all doing all these things. And that's what the world mm -hmm. is. I don't get it. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, you know, and I, I've, I, to some degree, have stopped trying to save it, you know, which has come a long way. Yeah. And I'm definitely well, not trying to do that. So. Well, we live out what we believe. Yeah. Be true. Okay. So if. And, 
And so then you notice when I believe this thought, that does it cause peace or stress? And you can think of in terms of the world, like from your description, you can think of stress as violence and peace as peace. So yeah. believing this thought, does it cause peace or stress? Or you could rephrase that to believing this thought, does it cause peace or violence within me? Because stress is self-violence. Yeah. Or you can think of it that way. So then, then there's, you know, this activity going on where we are blowing up bodies and houses and, and uh, you know, children are starving to death and all these horrors, all, the, all this violence that we do to each other. Yeah. And so if I want to end violence out there, I have to end it here. Yeah. If I'm going to be, if I'm actually going to, that's the only way I can end violence. I can't. Otherwise, my trying to end violence is using violence to end violence. I get it. I I had yeah. that I get. Yeah. yeah. And so that that can be helpful because then you can realize the greatest service I can do is to end the violence within me. Yeah. That's the greatest service. I'm not abandoning my fellow humans. You know, and then you can still do things like, uh, you know, con contribute to clean water in some village in Africa, or, uh, you know, you can you can still contribute or, or even volunteer here, or volunteer there. But the prime, at some point, you realize the primary focus is to end violence within me. And that's, and by, Doing that, I am not abandoning my my brothers and sisters, my human brothers and sisters. Yeah. In, in fact, I'm finally more intelligently serving. That that all sense to me. Yeah, because I'm 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 addressing cause. Yeah. Alrighty. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, think about when we, you know, the, the miles we've gone. Mm -hmm. it, yes. You know, and yep. amazing. My world is kinder. Mm -hmm. And yeah, more at peace by a long shot. Yeah. And then to just be open to the possibility that, that you're not separate from the rest of humanity. That has its effect. Yeah. That there's more peace on the planet because of that. You, yeah. You know, you, you, you have not abandoned your brothers and sisters. Yes. Thank you. By, yeah, by doing this work. Okay. So I'm just going to close with a song for anyone who wants to hang out for that. And, and 
thank you so much for such a lively, interactive, beautiful sharing of and playing with whatever the hell we're doing here on planet Earth. So great, great appreciation for everyone here. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank you, friends. The views and opinions expressed on the Love is the Power podcast are those of the individual speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Byron Katie, nor the intent of her self-inquiry method known as the work. If you wish to know more about the work of Byron Katie, go to thework.com. And if you wish to know more about Tom, please visit theworkwithtom.com. Life is lived in lessons, each lesson's got its theme. They keep circling back for you until you start to see where you forgot you were connected with everything. It's okay, we all do it too, it just takes remembering. It's okay, we all do it too, it just takes remembering That love is what we're all here for It's the only score we're keeping, so settle yours Love is what we're all here for It's the only score we're keeping, so Settle yours You can do all of the things You can play all of the parts You can make a mess of everything Or score off all the charts But when you reach the end And you think that you have died You Satisfied.